Well, greetings, friends. Mike Douglas here, and welcome to a special edition of Mike's Minute. We've been asked by fellow pastors and ministry leaders to provide a quick but comprehensive overview of the upcoming ballot measure called Measure X. Online with us today is Modesto's Police Chief Emeritus, Michael Harden. Chief, welcome to Mike's Minute, and let's begin by looking at why Measure X was created and what it proposes to accomplish for the citizens of Modesto. Great question, Mike. Measure X um, is a ballot initiative on the November 5th ballot asking for a 1% or a one-cent sales tax increase uh, for persons who purchase goods in Modesto. Uh, it would be just within the city limits of Modesto, and it doesn't apply to groceries or medicines um, for the sole purpose of uh, dedicating 50% of that new revenue to public safety, police and fire, additional police and fire positions, uh, some money to roads, some money to parks, some money to the reserves, uh, for the city of Modesto because we find ourselves after five consecutive years of cuts. Uh, I, as a former police chief, eliminated about 120 positions, 60 of which were sworn police officers, police officers who patrol the streets, work in schools, the calls for service, address gang issues and traffic issues and blight issues and all those other quality of life issues were eliminated. And so you find yourself still trying to deliver a level of service that the community expects, that the community deserves, but you're doing it with 120 fewer staff members, 60 fewer sworn staff officers. And then you throw in the mix of uh, prison realignment, which we know uh, dumped 33,000 felons onto the streets in California and uh, with the threat of another 4,000 or 5,000 uh, in the future. It's just a recipe for a disaster. And we find ourselves in a situation where not only does crime feel as if it's out of control, in fact, the numbers bear that out. Uh, Chief Carroll recently did a 10-year crime crime analysis. And while there were some years where we did very good in our crime-fighting efforts, in 2012, we saw crime increase by nearly 25%, with burglary leading the way. So um, we have a serious problem. Uh, and, you know, what's, what's often worse than the actual numbers. The numbers are actual crime victims, but the person who feels who feels unsafe won't shop at night, won't go to an ATM machine, feels worried about putting their kids on a school bus, those kinds of things. And so we find ourselves in a situation where we want to try to make Modesto safer and stronger, better. Uh, you know, if we can make it a safer city, then hopefully economic development will come new businesses, startups, those kinds of things. And so uh, the new revenue will uh, fund 60 new police officer positions and about seven non-sworn positions, a number of firefighter positions. And uh, the spending plan provides for the chief to put uh, uh, 28 officers on patrol, 911 calls for service. So that will increase our patrol staffing by 33%. Wants to put another uh, 18 officers in the gang detail, which will double our current gang efforts. And then he wants to put officers in the four area commands, the four quadrants of the city, uh, to address blight issues and, and um, uh, graffiti issues and those quality of life issues that you know, just that kind of burden all of our very, you know, walkabout lives. So I think it's necessary. Uh, you know, I started this discussion five years ago when I was the chief, and uh, it didn't really gain much momentum, but we find ourselves in a situation where do you like what Modesto's like? And if you do, then vote your conscience and say it's not necessary, or do you want to see Modesto become a better place to live, grow a family, work, what have you, and then let's see if we can do something about it. So that's really what it is in a nutshell. Now, Chief, is there a, a sunset clause on this, or does this continue on for a couple of years? Great question. There is a sunset clause. The measure is set to expire in six years unless approved or extended by voters. It can't unilaterally be extended by the council. Um, it's got to be extended by the voters. So, this, uh, this uh, increase will, will go away after six years. It's the hope, and all the economic forecasts indicate that hopefully the uh, uh, economy has returned sufficiently, property values have returned sufficiently, where those 60 police officers can, 
can uh, continue to be funded through the tax base, and there won't be a need to continue it. I think what's one of the questions we're asked frequently is, you know, I, I don't trust city hall. I don't trust government. Um, you know, they, they, they've been wasteful. Well, the thing about this measure, and it didn't, ha- it wasn't required uh, as part of the measure, but the council uh, wanted to do this, and they put in place a 11-member independent oversight committee, a committee that will look at fiscal audits, performance audits, and they will evaluate and and watch over the expenditures to ensure that it's in line with the community spending priorities and with the spending plan. So nothing's going to be purchased, nothing's going to be bought, nothing's going to be spent unless it's approved by the oversight committee, and it's within the spending plan that's already been adopted by the council. So, um, and again, that's one of the most toughest, most stringent oversight regulations of any measure I've been told anywhere in California. wasn't necessary, but the council recognizes that there's some individuals who frankly, don't trust government, and so this is a, a means to say, you know, hey, we may not trust our, our, either, but we're going to do something about it, and we're going to put this oversight committee in place. So I think it's a good thing. So I think it's got all the safeguards built in place, the sunset, the oversight committee, the audits, and, uh, and, and I think it's necessary. So I support it wholeheartedly. So it sounds like this uh, is, is also a, a possible solution to trying to do more with less, right, in our, in our current economic status. Absolutely. When I was the chief, I would, you know, uh, from time to time get phone calls from citizens who said, you know, I called and, and the police didn't show up. And as we did our research, we found out we indeed did not show up. We were in a situation where our call volume was so sufficient that we didn't have sufficient officers to respond to a low-level offense. It's not a low-level offense to the person who called, but, you know, in, in, in totality of the circumstances, trying to police the entire community when you had multiple gang fights over here or a serious injury accident over here that tied up your resources, you couldn't go to the, the, the burglary that happened sometime during the day that wasn't happening right then. Um, so we evaluated our call volume, you know, throughout the day, 24 hours a day. We tried to deploy our resources uh, when the call volume peaked, but there were times where the call volume outpaced uh, our staffing. And so um, hopefully, you know, this will address that issue. Uh, the police department will be more responsive to all types of calls, not just the urgent calls that get an immediate response, but even the citizen who comes home and finds that their son or daughter's bike has been stolen from the front yard or uh, the mailbox was graffitied or the home was burglarized. Um, you know, everybody wants that personal touch. They want to know that their government, their police department cares about them, and it's kind of cold and nebulous when you have to make a report over the phone. Now, I shouldn't imply that that means we're going to get a response every time, but, uh, but just imagine, you know, 33% additional staffing in the patrol division handling calls for service in our patrolling our neighborhoods, patrolling our shopping centers, patrolling our schools. So um, I think it's absolutely critical. It's crucial. I live in Modesto, and I've lived here for 43 years. I raised a family here, and I'm asked all the time, where are you going to go, Chief, now that you're retired? I mean, you're going to sit on a sunset somewhere or sit on a beach somewhere and watch the sunset? And the answer is no. Uh, you know, I, I'll travel a little bit and, and, and see things that I've always wanted to see, but this is my home. This is where I'll live. This is where I'll die. So I care deeply about Modesto. And... Uh, and we need to stem the tide. I think we were all hoping that the Great Recession would be one year at a time. That the recovery would come back uh, the next year. And it didn't, so we eliminated more positions. Well, maybe next year will be better. Well, it wasn't, so we eliminated more positions. And then the next year, we eliminated more positions. And so we grew this this vacancy rate, if you will, to 120 positions. And, and there's a price to pay for it. And the price to pay is an increasing crime rate and an, unfeeling, an uneasy feeling in our community about crime and and uh, so this is an opportunity to do something about it. Well, I think uh, 
Chief, so that we as citizens don't just point the finger at this and at the police department and say, okay, <clears throat> you got to make this happen, you fix it. We realize that this is part of a community effort. We also need the wise budgeting, the wise management. We need the collaboration of uh, community organizations. And we also need, at, at the very local level, the neighborhood level, uh, the strengthening of the family, the strengthening of the family unit, and all that uh, together uh, really combines as a community effort to uh, to right the ship. Correct? Well, well said, Mike. You're absolutely right. There's you no. Know, it's, not, it's not just a police problem, and it's not just a neighborhood problem. It's our problem collectively. But you're absolutely right. I'm always asked, was asked when I was a chief, you know, what's the magic potion for some of the problems we find in our community, and it's probably not unlike other communities. It really is the family unit. It really is. And whatever that family unit looks like is, you know, but it's a, it, it's a family unit and um, it's, it's structure. It's, you know, reinforcing uh, education. You know, it's not just you don't dump your kid at school and, and then have them come home and don't reinforce what they've learned throughout the day, have a mandatory reading time or a study time. Um, it's, it's those kinds of things. It's, it's about having a, a role model within the family. It's about, you know, teaching right and wrong and, ethics and morality and what have you, and, and, and um, unfortunately we find ourselves sometimes where that uh, that doesn't play itself out in some families, and, and uh, that causes us to have a disregard for other person's property, uh, the, the lack of, uh, uh, of you know, um, uh, an honest day's work is an honest day's living, so to speak, so, you know, you have it and I want it, so I'm going to take it, and, uh, but, uh, but, you know, I think the chief recognizes that, and I think these additional officers will address quality of life issues, whether that means they're serving as role models in schools. Uh, you know, it's, you can't arrest your way out of this problem. We really do need comprehensive, uh, holistic programs put in place, and I think he recognizes that, and I think he'll do it. Well, Chief, as we sign off, I want to thank you, because we've been blessed here in Modesto over uh, the past several years with three incredible chiefs. Uh, think of Roy Wasden and his time here, of course, uh, your tenure, uh, Chief, and, and now uh, Chief Galen Carroll, who has very capably and innovatively taken the baton from you. And so thank you for being part of that legacy. We just uh, appreciate your conscientiousness, your your focus on the community, your willingness to listen and respond. And uh, I know that uh, God has great things for you in retirement as well, and I'm glad you're not just going to go sit and look at the sunset. Or from you for that. <laughs> God bless you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. Okay, bye-bye.